0: welcome everybody this is ordinary people with extraordinary stories i'm hannah weisberg host of the podcast there has been so much talk as of late about anti-semitism on campus and how our university students are dealing with the situation we had last week rabbi haskelevich from university of pennsylvania whose video went viral and he spoke about the campus situation there and i thought it would be interesting to bring together a group of campus shluchos people who are dedicated to our students who are there on on site to give us a feel of what is going on in the various different universities around around our country. So join me, please, in welcoming our wonderful three guests today. Welcome. Thank you for joining us all. And I'm going to ask you each to introduce yourself and introduce which campus you service. So let's start with you, Nomi.
1: Hi, I'm Nomi Drizzen. I'm the Shlacha at Columbia University. My husband and I moved here around four years ago, but we're only really active since post-COVID, I guess, since the school reopened, about a little over two years ago.
2: Welcome. Thank you. Mushka, tell so, us a little about yourself. Hi, I'm Mushka Lipsker, and um, we live at Tulane University, servicing the undergrad Jewish community. Um, Tulane Chabad was actually established in the late 70s, and my husband and I, and our family, we moved down here in 2015 and joined the Chabad team.
0: Amazing. And Mary. Yes.
3: Hi. Miri Garari here. Um, we're at Penn State University in Happy Valley, middle of nowhere, Pennsylvania. If you ever lost, <laughs> you'll find us. <laughs> Come by. Um, we moved here to join the Chabad team here about eight and a half years ago. So that's where we're at. Chabad has been here since September 11th, 2001. And we're here today to expand undergraduate activities. And it's it's been a wild ride.
0: Amazing. So we have Penn State, we have Tulane, we have Columbia University, really a cross-section of different universities around the country. Um, First of all, tell us a little about, for people who don't know, what does it mean to be a campus shlucha? What does it mean to be an emissary of Chabad working on the campus, on university campuses? What is it that you do? What are the services that you provide? Um, Well, we could start with Nomi. (laughs) Okay. (laughs)
1: Um, I would say, First and foremost, we're two. My husband and I are individuals who are ready to connect and build friendships with the community here—the students, the faculty, students, alum, uh, uh, undergrads, and grads, um, and alumni as we're slowly, as they're slowly graduating. Um, yeah, and then we obviously we offer things, uh, services, and opportunities to connect with each other, to connect with us. Um, our most we're, we're known for the Shabbos dinners. Um, right now we're hosting a little over 200 students every week. So it's really quickly. Oh, wow. Um, Yeah.
0: I I hope you, you're not cooking for it yourself.
1: (laughs) (laughs) No, not alone.
0: Okay, <laughs> of course. Um, wow, still, still so, a so, lot of
1: planning going into it. I'm
0: sure. So your family dinner, Friday night dinner, would be 200 students approximately.
1: Yeah, and we're um we're in a townhouse, so it's narrow and high. We don't fit on one floor, so we're divided on two floors and an outdoor space. So my husband's making kiddush three times. We're speaking three times. Um, oh wow! But it's fun. Wow. It's lively. It's packed. It's exciting. Incredible. Um, yeah. Wow. Earlier this year, we someone donated, donated a Torah. So we started services on Shabbat morning. Um, we have social events, learning opportunities. Um, but like I mentioned earlier, we we're really focusing on connecting with students individually. So we spend a lot of time just meeting people for coffee, hmm. getting to know them, really nice. them getting to know us. Um, yeah.
0: Beautiful. Mishka, would you like to add something to that?
2: Sure. I feel like we're a little bit relatable, Naomi, because (laughs) (laughs) I feel like, um, first of all, what does it mean we're Shlachim of the Rebbe on campus? Um, What's incredible to see is that this was the Rebbe's vision so many years ago, Mm -hmm. sending us as foot soldiers um, on college campuses. Um, Today, students want to be empowered we are here to strengthen them, giving them opportunities to get involved, to tap into the Judaism um, and really feel a sense of who they are. So mm-hmm. along with that comes, you know, a crazy amount of opportunities and events that we put on Shabbos dinners are definitely a highlight with, you know, up to 300 students on a Friday night. Wow. Um, but aside from that, which is amazing, and having mm-hmm. students from all um, over campus joining us. I think just even the weekly events that happen, the learning opportunities, the um, kosher barbecues once a week, um, our Sunday BLTs, um, just one-on-one learning. Um, I just came off a lunch and learn right now. So that's, (laughs) you know, just having um, little events, big events during the week throughout um, the semester is really here to empower students, give them an understanding and a love for who they are. And
0: wow, incredible them a
2: sense of their Judaism.
0: So you're saying aside from all the courses that they're taking at the university, they're doing extra learning in your Chabad camp and your Chabad house in your yes, you're providing those services. Yeah, so you're providing the social services of get togethers as well as educational services to learn more about their Judaism.
2: So we always every event that happens at Chabad is always based around something that's connected to Judaism, mm-hmm. um, and with that it turns into a social event. It's always a scene at Chabad. Mm-hmm. Everybody comes out. Um, it's where all the cool kids come, and mm-hmm. you know everybody connects in a different way. You know, different sure. students have different things that they want to connect with, um, what they find relatable to them, and I think at Tulane we really have a special community here where students are very appreciative and want to get involved at their own capacity. So we're here as a platform, we're here really to give them that those opportunities.
0: Beautiful. Miri, would you like to add something to that?
3: I won't echo what they said, but I'll just add, (laughs) um, I guess (laughs) the word we hear over and over again from our students. Um, You know, I literally overheard um, a few months ago, freshmen coming to upper class and like, tell me what's Chabad? She goes, Chabad is family. I can go in their Mm -hmm. house. I don't have to knock. And I just open the fridge and there's food. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. She pretty much nailed it in one sentence. i But we all know.
0: Does that mean that ha- that it's your personal home that's always open to students to come all the time?
3: It was until a year ago when one of my kids basically had no playroom. So we <laughs> moved our family out of Chabad, which has been phenomenal now that this is really you know, just a hub for students. Um, we're here all day, all hours of the day. I got wow. home yesterday, 12 a.m., but wow. um, it really is family. You know, that means that the students... Um, you know, in the hospital, God forbid, we're there with them around the clock. If a student needs something, you know, besides for all the programs and Shabbat and everything going on, um, I think the most the most precious aspect of Chabad to our students is that familial aspect that it's not like some huge, you know, very professional organization. No, it's like us. It's like our family and they feel it and they care about it and they make it theirs. And That's something unique and special that I love about, you know, all that's, the campus sh- Shluchim houses.
0: That, that's really beautiful because it's not you know you're you're giving that feel here like each one of you in your own way it's such a personal connection that you have with the students that forges this family and, and you feel it yeah. you feel it in the air
3: so i do tell them though wherever you'll go you'll always have the pasta for all you students who watching you know what
0: i'm
2: talking about the pasta. sesame noodles or the pesto pasta you know. one of them <laughs> me for sure
0: and don't forget the desserts right yes it's always
2: Chabad brownies wherever oh, okay. you go
0: okay so this is a great resource for students to have this ability to connect with a a, a rabbi a rabbitson on campus and really feel a part of a family a greater family all the more so I think as of late in the last month since October 7th there's been this tremendous I mean there's been so much threats on campus that we're hearing about there have been so many anti-semitic episodes on campus Can you tell us first of all about what's the ratio of students in your campus? And then we'll get into what has been, what has been the feeling or the climate at your, at your, your, your at your university. So let's start with Naomi.
1: Um, so I, I'm not a hundred percent sure on the ratio, but I, I think I read somewhere Jewish students are between 20 to 25%. So there's a lot, there's a very large Jewish community here between the undergrads and the grad students. Um, so this
0: is Columbia university. Yeah. Right. At Columbia.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Wow. That's a, pretty big percentage. So there's a lot of Jews there. Like what, what amount of Jews are we talking about in in terms of numbers? Do you know? I don't Uh, know. Are we talking about hundreds, thousands?
1: Uh, Thousands, in in the few thousands.
0: Wow. Wow. So we're talking about a lot of Jews. Okay. Mushka, what about you in your, in your, you're in in Tulane.
2: Tulane University, where they call it Jew Lane, because we are 42% Jewish.
0: Wow, so 42% at, Jewish. That's huge. So okay. out of
2: a population I think of 8,000 undergrad, um we've got a couple thousand Jewish students here and it's really incredible. Wow. Um, so we definitely have our work cut out.
0: <laughs> right. Wow. Wow. And and Mary, what about you?
3: We have a population of 45,000 students and they say it's 8 to 10% but I really think it's like six to 8%. Oh, wow. um, really? it's at least about, about 25, 3000 Jews. Um, uh-huh. Yeah. A, a large percentage and definitely across the board, you know, from all different, you know, communities and style homes. Um, right. Yeah.
0: Right. Okay. So there's a number of Jewish students in all your campuses, whether it's a few thousand, several thousand, several hundred, there's a lot of Jews that we're talking about. What has been the climate? What has the climate been like? Has have you felt that there was fear in the air? Did you feel threatened? Did you feel anti-Semitic incidents? And I want to start with you, Mushka, because Tulane has been so much in the news.
2: Yes, so <laughs> we, we did make it to a lot of social reels and social media. Um, there was an incident on campus, but I think do you um- want to
0: tell us a little about the incident? What happened?
2: So there was just a violent incident that happened with protesters and our students. Um, Tulane, I think, handled it. But I think more importantly for our students is more about empowering them to be proud of who they are. Um, You know, October 7th happened over our fall break. So when all the students came back, they were really scared, felt really alone, really isolated, um, didn't really know how to process or go about their day. And um, we've Tulane Chabad has been on overdrive, you know, since over the past month, we've been so busy with events. Um, so many students have reached out. We are putting so many mezuzahs up on their door and really displaying their Jewish pride. Um, we have a table on campus. Usually we set up every Friday. Um, this month, it's, we've been out every day, students coming by, rapping to fill in students who we never even thought, you know, were interested and they just show up. They call us, "How do we get involved?" Friday afternoon, a girl's coming by giving out hundreds of packages of Shabbos um candle kits, even just texting me, "Mushka, how do I get candles? I want to light in my room and I want to light with my friends." And I'm like, wow. amazing. Come by. I have a whole bunch." You know, just ordering more mezuzahs. We didn't have enough. We had to make another order and just getting more um just getting more Shabbos candle kits. Um, students have really been coming together, creating events, marches, um, coming together for prayer. Um, we've had students come out in large numbers to write letters of encouragement for the IDF soldiers. Um, mm-hmm. Girls put together a challah bake to raise money for Israel organizations on campus um, in Israel. So the sentiment is that we're, we're Jewish, we're proud. And we're not going to be intimidated by this violence and this hate that's around us. Um, and us, Chabata Tulane has been here, is here helping them and being that voice and empowering them and giving them the strength to do, to continue doing all these um, opportunities and all these events.
0: Wow. Incredible. So are you saying that there's more, that the student body is more receptive to all 100%. these 100%. A hundred percent.
2: I feel like there's been this incredible awakening of Jewish spirit at Tulane. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. students, a student shared with me yesterday. She said, I never really understood what it means to be Jewish. Now I get wow. it. Wow. So, and what
0: did she mean by that? What does she get? Like what she does understands
2: she that, you know, you could be Jewish. You know, okay, I'm part, I'm Jewish. What does it really mean in my day-to-day life? I'm not doing mm-hmm. anything. Mm-hmm. But now I get it, because now I'm part of something bigger than just that. Now I'm part of a community, and now I need to stand loud and proud and not just be passive about it. What can I do to get involved? I want a mezuzah up on my door. I want to show that I'm proud to be Jewish. So we're wow. seeing a lot of that on campus, mm-hmm. um, and it's, it's amazing. It's actually incredible. You know, Like That's I really- said, this was the Rebbe's vision, and it's being amplified. It's, it's, it's incredible to us.
0: I, I think this is such an important part to be hearing because the rest of us are hearing all about people being, the students being so scared and the students being cowering and intimidated. And here your message is more, well, yeah, this is going on, but the students are feeling empowered and emboldened and want even more to be a participant in this. So that's, that's so really nice So I can nice say that
2: there, I definitely think there is fear. There's definitely fear and the security's amped up here. There definitely mm-hmm. is fear, but that doesn't take away from them mm-hmm. feeling proud and displaying their Jewish identity,
0: right? Incredible. So
2: you'll have students walk around with a kippa, you know, and they've never done it before, um, right? And I think that's that's part of it, really, just showing that they're proud of who they are and really wanting to connect.
0: Right. Wow. Nomi, what about Columbia University? What's going on there? What's the feeling, the mood, the atmosphere like? <laughs>
1: it's horrible. <laughs>
0: Oh, horrible, really. It's
1: awful. Um, there's a lot of tension. The Jewish community is feeling, um, well, many people are feeling unsafe. Mm. Everyone's feeling uncomfortable, unsettled, disheartened. Um, yeah, I think we're in a situation where, yeah, where we're trying to balance, like, taking it all, um, taking their fear seriously and doing what we can to reach out to the administration and um, speaking up and also encouraging them to take care of themselves because it's a lot. It's really, really intense here. Um, there are, like, what, what kind
0: of things are going on there?
1: So, I mean, there have been a lot of incidents. I could go on and on. I mean, earlier, literally an hour ago, a student was telling me that she's scared to go to class because um, her hallways are packed with uh, SJP, Students for Justice in Palestine, this group mm-hmm. chanting Intifada in the hallways. Mm. And she's like, I don't know if I should go to class. I'm going to have to walk through it. I don't feel safe. Um, Students are isolated. There are rallies, uh, SJP rallies, like every Mm. few days where they're just screaming, justifying what happened on October 7th. Um, So the Jewish students feel uncomfortable having to go to class and sit near a student who they know would just posted on Instagram that it was justified and we could explain and, um yeah students
0: is the administration doing anything about that
1: i I think they are trying but no 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 not not enough that's for sure the students and the parents are really um upset about the response because it's not strong enough um yeah i mean they wanted to bring a speaker last week the sjp who's like a a well-known antisemite um it got canceled in the end but it's yeah, it's It's been really bad. Uh, many students have shared with us that they've lost close friends over the past few mm-hmm. weeks who they thought cared about them and would support them when something like this happens. And mm-hmm. um, not only did they not show up, they were, you know, well, it's, you responded with like, well, it's complicated. I don't know. And mm-hmm. like, and this is right ac- after October 7th, not even like now when Israel retaliated. Right. Um, it was, yeah. So that was really sad. I think students who weren't as involved in the jewish community before um or or didn't have as many jewish friends are especially struggling because mm. they they don't nobody around them understands how they're feeling um for sure there was a letter and, signed sorry
0: and how does how does that affect you with you with what you're doing there how does it affect, um, affect your Chabad activities
1: so definitely like Moshe was saying um there have been more people coming to Chabad looking for a space where they're understood and they feel, um, uh, safe and connected. Yeah, for sure. We've, our, our Shabbats have grown to like two fifty. Um, wow. Um, yeah, and we've, we've been putting an effort to, um, inviting faculty as well because there, there mm-hmm. have, there was a letter signed by, uh, a lot of faculty members, um, also like justifying what happened on October 7th. So students are literally scared to go to class. And, sit wise, in, sure. yeah, um, and sitting in these Amazing. professors lectures. Wow. So we've been, been inviting Jewish professors to come. And I don't know if you've seen the video, Shai Davidai, he's a professor at the business school here. It went viral. Um, and he he came over to share some words of the Shabbos or two after October 7th. Um, we're planning a fundraiser to for mug and davida dome we're hoping to raise enough funds for an ambulance to stand mm-hmm. and kind of market the columbia jewish community ambulance um so we're having this event to to mark the to a dinner basically um to raise the funds and we're inviting alumni students faculty parents um so it's like it's twofold there's the fundraising for the for the ambulance but also getting the community together the students should remember they're not alone. There are people mm-hmm. who are here to support them and um, do everything we can to get through this. Um, and yeah, like Muska was saying, I mean, we've been on campus, a few students committed to putting on tefillin every day. Um, so they actually, someone sponsored their tefillin. Um, many of these students have put on mezuzahs. We have students who are um, scared of showing their mug and deva necklace. And then we have students who are uh, buying mug and deva necklaces or putting on their yarmulkes. Wow. Um, well, it's it's a balance. It's hard, and and we're trying to encourage students to do whatever they feel comfortable and safe doing right now. You know, mm-hmm. if students want to rally, we're supporting them. If students want to uh, fundraise quietly for the IDF, we're supporting them. We're like we're we're here to do whatever. We're just
0: there for them, right, to help them. Wow, incredible, Miri. What about you? What's going on in in Penn State?
3: Penn State. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh, I think. I mean. There's one image that sticks out in my head. Well, first of all, I guess to sum it up, Penn State in general were fighting more ignorance than actual anti-Semitism in a population of 45,000. When our SJP's big rally that everyone was petrified about, it got texts all day from moms like, is this okay? What's going on? And we, had, we knew that there was going to be security event. We were in touch with the police force. A hundred people showed up to their rally
0: oh wow so, so it really well it
3: was jarring for like the student that drove by like i had a student who didn't go to classes for two days she was so shooken up by like people calling for her death or you know like that's how mm-hmm. she saw it it was very jarring to her but at the same time i don't want to say it's a joke but like it's not the it's numbers not really
0: aren't ugly. as big as in other places
3: exactly. as we uh-huh. wish our administration would be more vocal and stronger um but going back to that like little rally we had a So after October 7th, obviously, you know, the students were in immense shock and grief and uh, within like 24 hours, um, you know, after sending uplifting messages and students coming together, we had, uh, I would say like 45 tremendously powerful leaders get together and they're like, we have to do something. They just wanted to put their energy into something. Like we Mm want to do something. It's not enough for us just to, you know, stand together and they wanted to actually make a difference and they came up with this idea um, where they would come to Chabad. They were baking like 12 hours, like around the clock. They made signs and we hit the streets. We went downtown and they were dancing and blasting music. And they raised $8,000 in three wow. hours. Wow. And it was, forget the money, forget the, it was the beautiful unity of them coming forward and saying, we want to put our energy into something positive and uplifting. And they did. Now the to me, the most beautiful thing was it was, so that protest was the SJP protest was a block away three hours earlier. And for anyone who passed by, it was heavy. It was, they were wearing masks. They weren't proud of, they weren't, they wouldn't even show their faces because you know, whatever, leave that discussion for another time. Sure. Um, But it was a very itchy feeling driving by there. And then for everyone who, was there now we did 9 p.m to 12 p.m on a Thursday night night to 12 a.m on a Thursday night so you can imagine Penn State on a Thursday night what's going on downtown everyone was going Mm -hmm. out and the energy was just electric it was positive it was uplifting there were messages for hope and peace and and unity and to see that contrast was just Mm -hmm. this I guess proof of and and a tremendous display of what it means to be a proud Jew and what our job our mandate is in the face of darkness just be a beacon of light at the same right. time, as individuals, mm-hmm. our students—I think the biggest struggle. I had a girl here last night telling me one of her childhood best friends, like childhood best friends. You don't even choose them; you're just best friends because you're best friends for your whole life. Um, she, she's like, I had to, I had to just pause our friendship because I don't know, I don't mm-hmm. know what to do. This is her, her one of her best friends who's just like many other college students, just seeing on social media the rhetoric that's going around and is not supporting her. She's not outrightly going against, you know, she's not outrightly saying, I don't, you know, I think you're wrong, but she's really not supporting her and definitely commiserating with the other side, which I don't want to call it another side. Um, So I think really the challenge for our students is that a lot of them who don't necessarily have strong Jewish friend groups really, really feel alone. Um, Mm -hmm. I'm a big hugger. I gave a student a hug Friday night and she just burst into tears in my arms. I was not expecting it. It was like a very uplifting Shabbat dinner. And she's like, I have no friends left. Like this is like, to me, to be here is everything to me right now. Um, So for them, I think that's really tremendous is for them to be able to now to stop and like realize like, I need to find my people. I need to connect with the people who are me, are my family. They're just, they just are. Um, That's really where we're at right now. Fostering those small connections, making small dinners for students, besides for the big stuff and all the events going on, we're trying to like zone in to those students that really are struggling and connect them with other students like them.
0: Wow, incredible. I mean, I guess everyone's feeling so fragile and so vulnerable that the connection with others is so important. Uh, what about like i 'm just wondering about parents are you in touch are any of you in touch with parents of your student body? What are they feeling? I mean when you hear some of these things from afar, it seems sometimes even worse than when you 're in it
2: 100%. and i 'm wondering
0: like w- what 's going on and any of you if any of you so are a I part can, of that
2: sure um, so actually before um, the rally that was planned two weeks ago. You know, parents, there was like a little social media post here and there, and parents were freaking out. They're like, Well, what is happening at Tulane? Tulane is very Jewish. We're very safe. It's a very safe school for Jewish kids. Um, we've never had any anti-Semitism, you know, thrown at us. And seeing that is very disheartening to parents. So we were in touch with them, emails back and forth, and really being in touch with the administration and with parents, giving them updates on how we are going to be here for them, keeping them safe and making Mm -hmm. sure that they have a place to come to, uh, a place where they could turn to. Last week, there was another planned rally, and we decided that we're going to create a unity event on campus in a different location so that the students don't have to go see what's going on, and they have another place to be at, not to give the other protesters a voice, a platform Mm -hmm. to sit and, you know, instigate us, rile us up. Um, We have a lot of proud Jews at Tulane that come out with their flags and all the Israel paraphernalia. And... um, We want the parents to know that we're here for them. Uh, The response has been incredible. There's this uh, Facebook group that I saw, you guys joined it as well. It's called Mothers Against Anti-Semitism on Campus. And Hmm. if you, I think within 72 hours, there was about 37,000 mothers who joined this group. I think if anyone could win the war, it's the Jewish moms out there for sure. (laughs) (laughs) We have that power. We have that power. Absolutely. I see. And they're concerned
0: and, and they want to do something.
2: Sure. And I see from, 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 from the posts and the likes and the response, I think Chabad on campus is, you know, we're on the front lines. We're right. fighting anti-Semitism. We're strengthening everybody here. And parents are very appreciative of that. They know that Chabad is there to answer their phone calls. My text messages at 12 a.m., you know, mm. responding to their texts. We are here responding to them. We're here for them. And I've gotten messages like, I know you're here for my child, but thank you for being here for me as well. Because sure. who can they talk to? Who's listening 100%. to them? So well, we're, here's we, a
0: person, an adult who can actually speak and who can actually come for us. And we're
2: approachable and we're available, you know, right. so we're here for them and trying to keep them in touch, keep them connected, um, understand what's going on on campus. And they know that they could count on us.
0: Wow. Incredible. Did you want to add anything, Mary or Nomi?
3: I would say a message to the moms. I think, you know, we have to validate our students. I mean, especially Penn state where there's not really um, a tremendous reason to be fearful. Um, mm-hmm. I, might, I always tell the moms, like, you need to be that anchor for your child. Mm-hmm. Like, yes, validate mm-hmm. their safety concerns, remind them to be safe, but we need to be the anchor to remind them to stay tall, to stand tall, stay strong and stay proud because hiding has never, has never Hiding is not the answer. It's never made Mm. us win. It's not at the end of the day, you know. Being more of a proud Jew is what brings more light to the world, and you know, really affects change. So, remind the moms. You're, I know you want to, you know, freak. And and our students were feeling scared. Their mothers were texting them ten times a day. Where are you? You know, for sure, right? And these
2: are students that call their moms 10 times a day for what they're going to eat, how to do their laundry, how to make the bed, where should they go? You know, it's, it's what they do. It's their lifestyle. And of course, with their parents not being here, their moms are like, their dads are, we're going to come here and we're going to protect you, you know, we're going to make sure. And I think them knowing that Chabad is here for them is extremely comforting
1: for them. And they know where to turn to. We're here for that. 100%. Right. Wow. Well, we started well, you, a, sorry,
0: go ahead. I was going to say, anyone. um,
1: we started a WhatsApp group for parents. Um, it's so active. It's amazing to well, see what parents are doing, um, for their kids. But like Mary was saying, um, you, we want, everyone needs to be careful not to like hype things up to make their children more scared, um, sure. but also doing what they can to stand up and speak up um, on behalf mm-hmm. of their children and, you know, for themselves. Um, we, we're we encouraging parents to reach out to the school and report any incidents that their children tell them. Um, we mm-hmm. have some parents who are getting together, lawyers who are, um, uh, I don't know if they're suing the school or uh, seeing what they get. I heard that.
0: I was so proud to see that. Yes. Because why, why just let it happen? hundred percent. Yeah. Go um, ahead.
1: Yeah, so it's so it's it's been really nice to connect with parents in that way. There, we have a lot of international students here, so especially those parents um, are so grateful to have a space on WhatsApp to connect with other parents because they feel so far away. Um, there are a lot of Israeli students here. There's a school mm-hmm. um, that is it's called General Studies. It caters to individuals who don't take the regular path i guess from going from high school to college so a lot of veterans are uh, go to general studies we have a lot of israeli veterans a lot of them who went back now actually are back in the idf um so parents uh, we have israeli parents on the group on the group um yeah a funny story that not connected to this question but uh there was an israeli student he's not Israeli, actually he's a lone soldier but he went back to israel um but he was in touch with his friends at columbia and he was hearing how they're scared here so he calls my husband and he's like i want to sponsor mace could you could he just go buy a bunch and give it to everybody <laughs> i was like he's in israel but he and
0: he's worried about, about the students friend. there
1: yeah it's been so um
0: just incredible. shows how we're all such a family such a big family yeah right? it
1: definitely brought out like in Gen- this whole Everything going on, uh, the Jewish community is so strong, like stronger than ever, Mm. and united. Like, it doesn't Mm. matter what kind of Jew you are, like, we're all in this together. Um, So, that's been really special to see.
0: I find it so interesting how you really see the Jewish neshama, the Jewish soul coming out, how students who are afraid are still out there. They're still feeling this connection to their people. But that brings me to the next question, which is what would you say to a student who is afraid to, I mean, Nomi, you mentioned that some students are hiding their mezuzahs or hiding their Jewish Star of David necklaces. What do you say to students that are feeling this fear and just want to kind of disappear and cower? I mean, Mira, you touched a little on it before as well. What, what do you feel about this?
1: I don't, I don't think they're, um, they're hiding themselves. Um, I think they're doing what makes them feel safe and safe. and i'm I think that's number one, like you don't have not everybody is the, is like the type to proudly walk around you know with a big mug and debit or hold an Israeli flag, sure. and it's okay, you know right um we're really focusing on everyone taking care of their mental health because it's been it's been very very hard right. Right. um especially the first two weeks after there was like so much shock and just mourning i mean we're still mourning um but now as students are trying to get back to, into their regular life. Um, but it, it's hard. Every, what they're seeing on social media, the gas lighting, it's just. Um, so yeah, I think, I don't think anyone is um, trying to hide. It's more like they want to make sure they're safe. And I think that that's a good thing. Um,
3: right. Yeah. Sure.
0: Right. Um,
3: I would tell students, you know, this isn't our first rodeo. We've been here before. We know how hmm. the story ends. And again, never ever in our history has hiding our Judaism ever helped and mm-hmm. usually after like a 10 minute my couch has been very warm these past few weeks <laughs> non- I lost my voice like nonstop, you know meeting up with students and giving them that encouragement that boost wow um there was a student who interesting
0: um, Mushka do you have something to add to that Miri I think we lost um- Miri for a minute there okay
3: um
2: I feel like there's always going to be, you know, students that are scared to come out. I remember the first Shabbat dinner that we had after everyone came back from fall break. You know, I was like, hey, are we going to see you, Shabbat? And he's like, my mother said, I shouldn't come out. It is way too scary. We're just going to lay low and, you know, just stay in our houses and our dorms. And I said, okay, that's your choice. You know, if that's how you feel, you know, you listen to your mom. That's what you got to do. Listen to your mom. So... There are students that felt that way right at the beginning. I think it's weaning. It's becoming less and less. Um, I think what's happening is they're becoming more empowered of who they are. They're seeing the hate around campuses. Um, I think they're feeling lucky that we don't have so many of those situations happening to us, although there is a rally planned for tomorrow.
3: Um, Mm.
2: But... You know, and they, right away, they said like, oh, those guys are showing up. We're going to do something different. You know, we're going to do an alternative. We're going to set up a table on campus. We're going to write letters to the soldiers. We're going to do something positive. And I think that's Mm -hmm. been our message is like, do something, you know, this is how we fight darkness with light. And when these things happen, you come together as a community, you show up, um, and you do positive stuff. So I haven't seen students telling me that they want to take their mezuzas down. Um, Mm -hmm. I've only seen the opposite. But I have seen fear, and yes, there is mm-hmm. fear, and there's reason for fear, and anxieties through the roof. I'm not gonna lie, you know, mm-hmm. it is there. Um, we're dealing with a generation with a lot of mental health, especially mm-hmm. coming off of COVID. A lot of these kids were um, at home.
0: Sure, it was they hard.
2: Able to go to school, so they've been cooped up for a few years, and then they're coming to school. So there's a lot of different. Um,
0: Traumas that they've gone through. Traumas that
2: they've mm-hmm. been through. So this is like another one. Like, wait, why is this happening to us? I'm in America. Why is this mm-hmm. hate coming to my doorstep? You know, mm-hmm. That's, this is sure. supposed to happen somewhere else. How is this coming here? We're in a bubble. Right. This doesn't happen right. to us. And yet it is. It's happening. So it like happening. Mary said, like it's not our first rodeo, but we we know that. We right. know that because we've experienced that. They don't, they don't remember 9-11. They don't remember any of the big, you know, anti-Semitic or hateful events that happened to Americans, to Jews. But as we learn about it and we talk about it, you know, especially in this, week's, this past week's Torah portion where we spoke about it, sedaim um, and all that stuff, and students are making sense of that. Okay, there right. is bad. There is evil, but we need to make sure that we're doing our job. We still need to make sure that we're proud of who we are. And it's um, part of our
0: history, right? Exactly. We've experienced it and we're still here to to talk about it yeah. and to teach about it. Yeah. Right. I
2: heard I heard a great um YY Jacobson shared on the students unite. You know, he said throughout the generations there's always been empires and you know, all the the Greeks and the Romans and they had the the empires and they had the tools and they had the armies, and yet we're still here. We still 100%. have something that that what is it that we have that we're able to still survive through all of this? Right. It's because of our Judaism. It's because of the tire of what we have. So I think when we share that with our students, it's that creates another awakening of like, wait, we we actually are still here. I don't know how we (laughs) survive. Right. Right. We're still here. And it's um, comforting.
0: It's invigorating. And it gives them faith and it gives them hope. And it gives and and I love the imagery of the light against the darkness of the, the darkness of the protest and the hate of the protest and this light and love that that you all three of you represent. Um, I know you're all so busy. You're back. You're, you're running back to campus to do all the many, many good things that you're doing. Um, I just wanted to hear if there's one last thing that you wanted, one last message you wanted to share with our readers, with university students, with campus moms or dads, or just the world at large, from what you're seeing. I mean, you are really the foot soldiers, as as Mushka said, to the Jewish world, because you're there for our Jewish students. You're there on site, you're living with them, you're there seeing what is going on. And if there's just some message that you want to share with people before you leave, before you all run back to all your many, many commitments.
3: I'll start. Um, Great. I would A message I think is very important and powerful is to remember that wherever you are in the world, whether you're in Tulane, or you're in Columbia, or you are middle of nowhere, Texas or Pennsylvania, you're exactly where you're supposed to be. And the mm-hmm. fact that you're there means that you have, it's your mandate. We are on the front lines. We're in the middle of a spiritual war. It, like you said, the light against the dark. And while the people, the age of these students are literally fighting for us in our holy land, we are here wherever we are to fight our in our front lines. And that means, you know, reaching out to another person, going to a Shabbat dinner, lighting candles, hanging up mezuzah, putting on sfillin. We walked in the other day to the most beautiful sight of a student, putting sfillin on another student. I didn't know one of their names, which is pretty odd because I thought I knew every dude (laughs) at Penn State, but he'd never been. That is, this is our battle and we will win. Just got
0: shivers. Wow. That's amazing. Yes. Yes.
3: (laughs) you know how this ends. So let's stay focused and stay proud.
0: Beautiful. Wow. Thank you, I think I'll
2: add to that. Like, you know, the Rebbe really teaches us that even though we're so far away from the front lines in Israel, really um, there's something tangible that each and every one of us can do that um, creates an impact for our brothers and sisters in Israel. Every mitzvah that we do has a major impact. Um, and we are here really on the front lines fighting anti-Semitism on campus and instilling Jewish pride in our students. So,
0: Absolutely.
2: you know, this wow. is this that's is beautiful. what we're doing. This is our life. This is what we know. This is what we breathe. And we're just trekking because that's how we know what to do. Wow. <laughs> wow.
0: In- incredible. Know me.
1: Um, Well, firstly, to all parents, um, whether you have a child in college or in high school or whatever, connect with them. Um, Anybody who's on social media, and I know kids from very young ages are on social media, it's a very scary place for Jewish people right now. So um, be that anchor, remind your child to know what is truth, and they should feel confident in knowing the truth, even if everybody on social media is not agreeing with it. Um, and like Mary and Meshko were saying, um, there are many ways to respond to and help, uh, the Jewish people in Israel and all over the world. So obviously there, you know, there are the people fighting on the front lines, um, and we, we need to pray for them. And then there is our response where we could do it wherever we are, whether it's in adding Torah mitzvot, um, attending rallies, hanging up signs, there's so many ways to respond and, um, we're each doing our part and we absolutely will get through this. Amen.
2: Yes. (laughs) Uh,
0: I want to thank all three of you for taking from your very busy schedule. And I I just want to share with our readers that it's not all three of you women have your own families, your own people that you need to take care of, little people that you need to take care of. And yet you are taking care of brothers and sisters of the Jewish people. You're taking care of our students there on campus And I wanna personally thank you. I mean, I feel so comforted just hearing where you are and what you're doing. And I don't have a child in university. I could just imagine the mothers and fathers out there who do have children in university. It's just such a comforting feeling to know that you're there. You're there with our students, you're supporting them, and more so you're making them proud of who they are and you're teaching them really who they are. So thank you all of you for all that you're doing and thank you for the amazing work that you're you're, you're really uh, the the light the beacons of light that you're shining to all our students and to for all the Jewish people everywhere. Thank you so much for joining us, and thank you for being a part of us and teaching and and sharing with us the wonderful work that you are doing. Oh, thank, thank you. you for joining thank you. us.
2: Thank you for having us. I know it was yeah. a little chaotic getting this together. <laughs> it's not easy yeah. getting three busy shluchos together.
0: Exactly. Uh, it was a little the, the schedule. Can you yes, imagine what it's now. like
2: putting on an event on campus? <laughs> <laughs> get a little sneak peek, been... peek. A little sneak <laughs> peek.
0: <laughs> <laughs> wow. But it's incredible. actually really
2: special to be able to do this with my with other shilhosts. I know that. I mean, I don't know what's going on at Columbia but we just had five students join us for Shabbos. They was there a break or something? They had five boys came from Columbia One of them spoke on MSNBC. I forget his name. Do you know Naomi? Do you know the boy that spoke? Anyway, so, sure. um, five of them came and they just wanted to come for Friday night dinner. So they came in and they're like, whoa, this is crazy. But don't worry, our community at Columbia is also pretty strong. So wow. that was that was really comforting, uh, I think, for students to know that, like, you know, Columbia has it crazy um, on steroids. Right. And wow. um but we have. This I, hate I think in that's front of really us, cute. See. That's
0: really cute, though. Like you're saying, you're really showing how it is one big family. Here's students from Columbia yeah. who do know me who are coming to you, Mushka, because you're in Tulane and you're all connected and part of the same big family. And they know that, you know. So that's that's just part of the big web of what the Rebbe saw and what you're all doing in terms of each place that you're at.
2: Yep, we're all in our own little corners. <laughs> right. Right. Try wow. to do our best. Doing our best. Thank you,
0: thank you again for joining us, and thank you for sharing so our readers can understand a little bit of what your life is like and what it's like for our students there on campus. Thank you so much. I've just finished recording this interview with Shluchos campus campus Shluchos uh, people who are on the front line at the universities. And I just feel like I just interviewed these powerhouse women. Here are women who have their own families, but are so dedicated to the students, to servicing the students on their campuses and to make sure that the students feel comfortable, safe, secure. Uh, Students are going through a lot nowadays, so much trauma, so many threats, so much fear, and so much vulnerability. And yet these three women are there on different campuses and different places. They've given us an overview of what it's like for students and what they're doing so that the students can feel more comfortable at being who they are and unite, unite together, because it's so important that we all unite during this time. Uh, what stood out for me with this interview was how this beacon of light in the darkness, this, the image of The Chabad activities full of love, full of mitzvot, full of spirituality, full of bringing light to the world versus the darkness that is surrounding some of these campuses and how we can all do that for those around us. We can all be that support, that pillar of support, that pillar of strength in helping our fellow Jew to just find who they are and be who they really are. I think these shluchas were acts are actually incredible in the work that they're doing in just really trying to be there for the students at this time, which is so difficult for all of us. If you enjoyed watching this video, please make sure you subscribe so that you get to your mailbox more of our videos. You can find us on chabad.org forward slash extraordinary We also love to hear your comments. Please share with us what you're feeling, what your feedback is, what you thought of the interview, and we hope you enjoy and will join us for more.